What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Swoop Radio. I am your host, Josh Sanchez. Man, it has been a while, guys. Welcome, guys. I know I have did not record a sports podcast last week, and I apologize for that. I had I was spending a lot of time with family, and I've been spending a lot of time with family lately, so <clears throat> that is why my schedule has been so crazy. And also, I am in the process of getting another job. So I have been doing a lot, but welcome guys and welcome to the podcast. For today's podcast, obviously, we are going to talk about everything NBA Finals. We're going to talk about what about Giannis Antetokounmpo getting his first NBA title. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about the series as whole. And then we are going to get into some... I definitely think some really good discussion about the NBA free agency, and I really wanted to just hear you guys out, and I want to see what you guys think the Sixers should go, and also with the NBA draft, how do you guys feel about that? So those are the topics for today. We are going to have a lot of fun, so sit back and relax, and welcome to Swoop Radio, again, live on Twitch every Wednesday at 2.30, and also... If you, if you guys missed the podcast, tune in, Apple Podcast, Spotify. I am in the process of giving away a shirt. I know I was supposed to do it this week, um, but I'm definitely thinking of doing it tomorrow. And again, there's a couple guys that, that recently just joined, and you guys have entered into the drawing. So I'm just going to, I'm I'm really, I'm, I might just do this live stream and do like the live drawing there. That'll be fun. So that way, and again, here's the shirt for you guys. Again, it is a... Dragon Ball Super T-shirt. It is Goku, Beerus, Frieza, and Goku Black, size large. So for the next giveaway, I'm going to give an XL shirt because I know a couple of people, a couple of people had the the bigger shirts, if you know what I mean. Um, <clears throat> but we are going to start today's podcast with we're going to talk a little bit about mindset and mentality. Because that is how the Milwaukee Bucks are your 2021 or 2020-2021 NBA champions. Because honestly, in terms of in terms of overall basketball, this team definitely flew under the radar. They were a three seed. And at times in these playoffs, they lost by 30. They've gotten blown out. They lost two game they lost the first two games to the Nets, and they also lost the first two games to the Suns. And there's just something about this Milwaukee Bucks team, and it's led by their leader in Giannis Antetokounmpo. And the theme is resiliency. It's bouncing back. It's mental toughness. That is what the Milwaukee Bucks are, and that's who they, that's who they are. I mean, they, the addition of Drew Holiday definitely helps them. With their toughness, I'm not going to lie to you, because Drew Holiday brings in that defensive edge, and I know he's not the greatest of offensive players, but he's good enough where he can set up Giannis, and he can also set up Middleton, and he puts less pressure on Giannis and Middleton, and you saw that in these playoffs, Giannis really, in previous years, Giannis had to do too much. But I just feel like with these playoffs, he really stepped up. He really built that resiliency up. 
and he is just a mentally tough player. And you're literally, we're literally seeing him grow right before our eyes during this postseason run. I mean, in years past, teams would build the wall, and he would try and just go right through the wall. But instead, now he's kicking it out. He's passing. He's doing euros around it. He he's doing he's he's making free throws to the point where game six last night NBA Finals he made I believe sixteen free throws or fifteen free throws. He won fifteen of sixteen from the line, and this is a guy that usually shoots forty percent from the free throw line. So just let that sit in. Not 40, probably like 50, 60% from the free throw line. Not really a good free throw shooter. This man made 16 out of 17 or 15 out of 16 free throws. And that is why the Bucks won game six. Honestly, if he would have made his, if he would have had just his normal performance, I would say like 10, maybe nine free throws made. The Bucks lose that game. And Giannis just has this mental toughness about him where he can shoot an air ball and then come back and just dunk on you the next play. And that's why he, as, and, as, and, and as well as Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, are all NBA champions. It's that mental toughness. It's that mental part of the game. They're able to lose by 30 in game two to the Brooklyn Nets and get blown off the floor and then come back and bounce back. Now, granted, I know injuries helped them during this playoff run, but that's the same case for the Suns. You can make the same case for every team that has won the NBA Finals, like the Raptors two years ago. Kevin Durant didn't play. Even the Warriors teams, Kawhi went down one year. Another year, Kyrie was out. Another year, Kyrie and Kevin Love were out. So it's like you can make the case for everybody. That's part of the game. But the reason why we are sitting up here calling the Milwaukee Bucks NBA champions is their resiliency. It is. It's their resiliency and it's their mental toughness in crunch time. We're, we literally saw Chris Middleton and Giannis grow right before our eyes. Chris Middleton hitting clutch shots. I mean, in years past, he's not hitting those more consistently. He might ha- he might have a game, he might have a game in this series where he hits clutch shots, but he's he wasn't the consistent closer that he usually is. And he, we saw that in these playoffs. Whenever they needed a bucket, they needed somebody to score a tough two in the fourth. Chris Middleton is the guy taking the tough shots, and then you have Giannis picking his spots. Going around the wall, setting up teammates, dominating, making free throws. He shot so well from the free throw line in the finals. And it was his first finals too. And and I know a lot of people are going to sit up there and say, well, he's still not the best player in the world. All I'm saying to everybody is there is a case for Giannis being the best player in the planet right now. Am I one of those people that will give him the crown? No, because I believe that Kevin Durant outplayed him. In the Milwaukee series, but I'm not going to sit up here and say that it's not it like Kevin Durant's the best player or or LeBron's the best player by a lot. Like it's definitely not not anymore. He did something that I'll be honest with you. It took LeBron to go to Miami and win at age 28, 29, 
It took Kevin Durant to go to Golden State at age 29-30 to win his first title. It took LeBron, 29, to go to South Beach, leave his current situation because they're not good enough. Giannis decided to stay. Now, granted, injuries did really help his case. Like, I mean, and in the Sixers debacle as well. Don't get me started on that. Really helped him run through the East. But I mean, still, he is an NBA champion at age 26. He has won his first ring in his first NBA Finals. Now, granted, LeBron's first NBA Finals, he was 24, and his team had no shot. We already knew they were going to lose. But LeBron got swept in his first NBA Finals. Giannis, in his first NBA Finals, is a champion, and now he has won Everything. He has won Defensive Player of the Year award. He's been on all NBA teams. He's been on all NBA defensive teams. He's a two-time MVP. He's a five-time All-Star. He's an All-Star game MVP. So he has literally done everything at age 26 years old. He already has a Hall of Fame career. He could retire right now, and he would be a first bout Hall of Famer. And that's just that just speaks greatness, you know? Like, you just got to appreciate it when you see it. And I mean, people make fun of him because of his jump shot looking ugly. Like, yes, his jump, he does not have a jump shot whatsoever. And, but game six of the finals, everything clicked for him. He hit a game timely three. He played great defense. He shot 16 of 17 from the free throw line. Everything about Giannis that people have criticized, he has turned that into strengths. And what does that speak the word of the day. That speaks resiliency, folks. That is the idea of bouncing back from adversity, coming back and, and rising above the rising above what you were. That that's everything Giannis is. And that's why I posted a picture of him holding the finals MVP. And for everyone to sit up there and say Chris Middleton deserves it or Drew Holiday, get the heck out of here. This man dropped 50 in game six with no jump shot. Literally just bully ball. I'm going down. I'm going to get fouled and I'm going to hit the jump. I'm going to hit the free throw. It doesn't matter what you do. You cannot stop me. And I think that's part of the reason why the Suns lost this series. I will say their defense on Giannis, too much single coverage. They should have doubled him. And if he would have passed it out, you live with you live with the Brooke Lopez's and everybody else hitting a couple threes. But that's where the Suns lost the series. It was the single coverage, DeAndre Ayton on Giannis. Ayton is a good player, but you can tell he's young. He's not there yet. And the Phoenix Suns are just a super young team. This finals overall was a great finals. Games one and two were not close. Games three was not close, but from four, four, five, and six were battled out, tough, grind out games. And literally game four and game five, game four, Chris Paul turned the ball over with a chance to take the lead. And then game five, Devin Booker turned the ball over with the chance to, to, to take the lead. Both of those stops were great defense by the Bucks, bad offense by Chris Paul and bad offense by Devin Booker, which cost them two games that honestly the Phoenix Suns probably should have won. But that's basketball for you. That is that what that tells you is that is a great series. If you could take away one or two plays, 
the the entire outcome of these NBA finals changes. And what and what does that say? That what what that is that what does that tell me? That tells me that this NBA finals was probably one of the best finals in recent memory. Like let's be honest. I mean I'm tired of seeing super teams constantly in these finals where they got three or four all-stars and you already know that you already know who's going to the finals. This was honestly the first time that we can really say since I honestly think since, I mean, we, we got to go back way back where no one had an idea who was going to win. And the reason why I have the Suns background and not the Bucks is because I found a better picture for the Suns stadium. So that's why I was like, yeah. And I really like their Valley jerseys. They're definitely dope. But anyway, Giannis is just growing right before our eyes, people. 26 years old, he has done it all. He has won it all. And now he is an NBA champion and... He might not win another one. I honestly think he he'll probably win it. I have, I think he'll win one or two more. But honestly, at age twenty six, you've done it all. So now it's can the Bucks repeat? And we'll talk about that later on this podcast. We're going to conclude with that segment. Can the Bucks repeat? What is what's going to go? What's going to go down? But my overall takeaways for this NBA Finals was it was a really good, solid series. I mean, to call it great, it's not great. I I wouldn't mark it in my top 10 NBA Finals, but there's over, like, how many NBA Finals have there been? Like, 50 of them? I would probably put these Finals in at least, like, the top half of the NBA Finals just because you had two good teams. You didn't know who was going to win. You have Giannis averaging close to 40 a night. I believe he did because he had 40 games two and three. He had 26 in game game four. No. Yeah, 26 game four because Middleton had 40. Then game five, same thing. He had 26. So, yeah, he averaged around 40 points in in these finals. So, we saw an historic performance by Giannis. Like, it was not. If he didn't have, if he wasn't dropping 40 a night, the Suns probably would have won this series in five games. Because Drew Holiday shot terrible. Drew Holiday had a great game five. Game five was the best game for the Bucks. Middleton gave you 20 plus, or I believe he gave you close to 30. Giannis gave you like around 28, 29. And then Drew Holiday gave you 27 and, and 13. That was by far Drew Holiday's best performance of the finals. But besides game five, Drew Holiday was terrible. He was terrible last night too. He shot like four of 20. But... His defense, his playmaking, defense wins championships. That's why I'm, I'm telling people, Giannis, year eight, Chris Middleton, year nine. These are guys that have experienced almost a decade's worth of basketball with each other. Losing together, winning together. And I'm going to say this very clear with Sixers fans like, I mean, Embiid's only year five. Simmons is only year four. You know, Simmons is 25. Embiid is 27. And Simmons, I know, just turned it. Happy belated birthday to Ben Simmons. I know a lot of people, and rightfully so, he deserves all the backlash and hate that he he deserves all of it. But come on now, it was his birthday, so cut him some slack. But yeah, I'm just like, 
if you trade away this core too soon, you're not going to be able to see like the outcome, you know? And I mean, Brooklyn is going to be here. And I'm going to be honest, I, I would not be surprised if Brooklyn wins the title next year. But I mean, other than that, I mean, this Bucks team, now they're championship. They have a championship DNA, so now they're better. The Sixers are almost there. They're literally a Ben Simmons jump shot away from taking that next step. The Hawks are good. You have, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a four-five team race right now in the East, and you don't know who's going to come out on top because now that the Bucks are battle tested and championship DNA, that runs through the whole team, and you get an added confidence. So. These playoffs were great overall. These finals were really good overall. And I mean, this offseason, everyone's going to think of it as the, the short offseason, year after the bubble. I mean, the fact that the Bucks got swept by, not swept, they, I believe, yes, they did. They got swept by the Miami, by the Miami Heat last year. And to see them bounce back, again, word of the day, And word of this first topic, resiliency. Resiliency is not taught overnight. It is taught through failure. It is taught through adversity and being able to rise above that adversity. And it can be the small stuff. It can be finding a new job. It can be being unhappy at one job and going to the other. It can be going through family problems, going through every, it's everyday life struggles. And it's being able to rise above That is the word of the day. Resiliency. Mark it. Document it. Write it down on a piece of paper. Because that is how we grow as people. And that is what this Bucks team showed me. And showed a lot of people that I've talked to. And they really surprised me. They did. And I will admit. I will conclude this segment. I will admit. I was completely wrong about the Bucks. My prediction was Suns in five. And through the first two games, I was like, hell yeah, Suns in five. They look better. They look like they want it more. And then Milwaukee came back game three. I was like, all right, game three is a blowout. Turnover game four by Chris Paul. Now Milwaukee, now it's 2-2. I'm like, okay, I'm going to change it from Suns in five to Suns in seven because I thought the Suns had a little more mental toughness. But no, what that sh- what this series showed me is that Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday, P.J. Tucker, Mike Blutenholzer, a guy that only wins in the regular season, they all proved me wrong. They did. And they have rightfully so deserved this championship. So I will give my kudos and claps to them. I will give them all the shout outs. I was wrong. I, I, I love to admit when I'm right. I will admit when I was wrong. These finals, I was completely off. Once in a once in a blue moon, I'm completely off. And this is the one time. So I got to give props to the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis, again, where does he rank current players? I mentioned earlier that I mentioned earlier that I still wouldn't put him at the top just because Kevin Durant, Giannis may have won the championship, but Kevin Durant did outplay him. In that series, he if, if James Harden or Kyrie at least played, if they were okay, the series would have been over in four, maybe five. I'll give Milwaukee one game. That's how good Kevin Durant was playing. He dropped 48 in game seven. 
I mean, Giannis did have 40, but if Kevin Durant's shoes were one inch, one centimeter smaller, he would. We're talking about him hitting the game-winning three to send the Bucks to the Eastern Conference, not Bucks to send the Nets to the Eastern Conference Finals. So KD's still my top guy. LeBron is still number two for me just because of his longevity. And the Lakers, they lost this year due to Anthony Davis just being injured. And then, and then honestly, I think Giannis is right there, either Steph or Giannis. And I mean, Giannis now, Steph may have more rings, but Giannis has the finals MVP that Stephen Curry does not have. You know? So, I mean, you can make a case for Giannis being right there either behind Curry or above Curry. I mean, and then maybe even Kawhi as well. I mean, these are all debates that we can all have. But I would put Giannis, especially with the season he's had, at that four spot right there for me. But that concludes our first topic. My fault, I was just checking my soundboard. We are going to take a quick five-minute break here. When we talk, when we come back, We're going to talk about NBA free agency because now that the draft's starting by the end of this week, I have some ideas for the Sixers and who we can get. If Simmons wants to stay, I'm one of those people, and I'll talk about it after the five-minute break. But you guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and live on Twitch.tv. We will be right back. And we are back. Welcome, guys, to the second and final topic of today's podcast. Man, I don't know about you guys, but what a crazy NBA Finals. What a crazy season. And now we got to talk about the fun stuff. Let's talk about the NBA free agency. And let's also talk about a little bit of some draft talk. This topic's probably going to be a quick one. It's going to probably be about 10 minutes, even though, because I, I like my live streams to be like a good solid 45, 50 minutes. Usually I'll go longer depending on who's in the chat and stuff. But I mean, right now it's it's looking pretty, pretty good. I mean, the news is always going to be about Giannis, but we also got to talk about the other players as well. Like CP3, what does this loss mean for him? And then obviously we're going to talk about what does this loss, what does this win mean for Giannis and the crew? And then we'll wrap it up with some Sixers plans that I have. So this is the second topic here of today's podcast. So for Chris Paul, the fact that he did not win, I was on the record saying that if Chris Paul wins an NBA title, I would put him behind Magic and Steph as the third best point guard of NBA history. Now, no disrespect to Isaiah Thomas, but Isaiah Thomas, he did win his two titles, but his career was very short. Chris Paul has been in the league now for this year 17 coming up that he's going to play in, and he has over 21,000 points and 11,000 assists. So with that being said, I was like, okay, like, And if Chris Paul were to get a ring, it would be like, all right, Chris Paul has one. Thomas has two. They're not really that far off from each other. 
and Chris Paul has more accolades and also more um, career numbers. So advantage would be Paul to me over that. And then obviously the big Oscar Robinson as well, big O. So that would have been my top five. But now that Chris Paul has lost in the NBA Finals, I don't think that this NBA Finals loss hurts his legacy at all. It really doesn't because, I mean, before the finals, he never been to an NBA Finals. Now that he's been to one, he can say that he's been the one. I mean, John Stockton been the two. Uh, Jason Kidd's been the two. He's won one. The only thing is Chris Paul is out of my top five in terms of best point guards of all time. And just because, I mean, you have Magic, you have Curry, you have Thomas, then you have the big O, and then I'm probably going to have to go either Kid, because, I mean, Chris Paul at least did go to an NBA Finals. Steve Nash may have two MVPs, but Chris Paul went to an NBA Finals, whereas Steve Nash did not. I would probably put Paul around that range, right where Steve Nash is, probably top 10 all time in the top 10 somewhere. Now, where would I put him in the top 10? I have no idea, but I'm just letting you guys know that's where I would put him and, and it doesn't really change anything. Because, I mean, Chris Paul was a top 10 point guard before the finals, and he's still a top 10 point guard coming out of the finals. I mean, his performances in these playoffs, especially in game six against the Clippers, dropping 40 points, that was huge for him and for his legacy to get to an NBA finals, not blowing that 3-1 lead. But he has now blown, I believe, like four 2-0 leads in his postseason career. So, I mean, it there's positives, there's negatives, but honestly, I really don't think that these finals, this loss, puts him down on the all-time list. He was already a top 10 NBA point guard coming in, and he's still a top 10 NBA point guard of all time coming out. So that's Chris Paul and his legacy. Now, it would have been great to see him win. Just like I said, like I was a, I'm was a big Chris Paul fan. I would have really loved it. But, you know, sometimes that's just not how things work and things transpire. And you just got to be able to bounce back. And for the Suns, I honestly think this was their best shot at winning a title. Do Could I see this Suns team getting in the mix and being a playoff team? Yes, I do. But do I think this team is going to win it all? No, I do not. I, I believe that this was their best chance to win an NBA title. Chris Paul is going to be 37 now in the, in the offseason, and he's a free agent. Devin Booker is a nice young guy. He is a great scorer, but you saw in these finals he needs to expand his game a little bit more so when nights when his shot is not falling, he's still impacting the game. So, I mean, Devin Booker is a good young piece. DeAndre Ayton is another good young piece. But, I mean, the other guys, I mean, Bridges and Payne and Cam Johnson. <sighs> Sorry, guys. Thank you thank you for that. You know, it's midday. My midday nap is calling. But all these guys, Cam Johnson, all, all of them, have a bright future. But they need to add that solid veteran to help them. Now, Jay Crowder, Crowder was good, a perfect fit for them. But let's be honest, I mean... He can only give you so much. So that's the main objective for the Suns is to get a marquee free agent to complement all the young pieces 
and this team got something. But until they get that, I believe that this Suns team will be a solid playoff team. But do I think that they will go to the NBA Finals again? No, I do not. And that is just due to the West being so stacked. I mean, every, if everybody's healthy. I mean, the Clippers really took steps forward this year. The Jazz, you have the Jazz, you have the Lakers, you have so many teams. The Nuggets, the Nuggets weren't even fully healthy. You have, I mean, who knows what the hell is going to happen in Portland, but you get what I'm saying. My point is, is that the West is loaded. There's at least five, six teams. The Mavericks as well, like there's at least five, six teams where you don't know what's going to happen. So, I mean, in that regard, I believe that the Phoenix Suns, their championship window, I, even though I will not say is closed, but this was probably their best chance to win an NBA Finals because, honestly, I'm taking Denver over them in a seven-game series if Jamal Murray is fully healthy because not only do you have to stop Jokic, you have to stop Murray as well, and both guys are just killers that have reached the Western Conference Finals already, and they have... Even though they lost to the Lakers in five, they still have playoff experience. But yeah, so let, let's fast forward now. Now let's talk about the other team, the Bucks. Do I see the Milwaukee Bucks repeating as champions? Hmm. In terms of next season, I do not because I think the Den- I think that the Brooklyn Nets are going to be hungry. I think Kevin Durant wants to prove everyone and he wants to get his third NBA title. So in that regard, I think the Nets win next year. But in once the Nets window closes, because I know KD and all of them, they're all under contract for another year after that. So two more years. I definitely think the Nets are going to win a title either next year or the year after. I, Kevin Durant's going to get three. I just I just have that in my mind. But I will say that once that passes, I mean, who's going to take over the East? I I mean, I I just I could see Giannis just steamrolling through the East because again, he's just bigger, faster, stronger than everybody else. And by then, he will be 28, 29 in the peak of his prime. By the time the Brooklyn Nets big three wears off. So, I mean, I look at it like that, like, man, I mean, what, the Sixers? But, I mean, at the same time, the Sixers, I mean, they have shown you that they have some maturing to do in regards to Ben Simmons. But it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen. I mean, we'll see. I Do I think the Bucks win more than one? I think they do. I think they win another with Giannis. I think Giannis wins two titles. But I just don't know when he's going to get that second. That's that's my point with you guys. So, Suns, I think that they're not going to go to an NBA Finals for a while. And for the Bucks, I could see them going back probably in like two to three years once the Brooklyn Big Three is all banged up. Because I trust Chris Middleton and company more than I trust the other teams. Because, I mean, let's go through the roster. The Hawks, even though they had a great postseason, they are mad young. And they're gonna and it's gonna take until they're about 26, 27 to really mature. The Sixers, they even though Simmons and Embiid, Simmons is 25 now, Embiid is 27, 
need to start need to, Simmons needs to mature a lot more. He is so far behind in that regard. And then also the young guys, Stiebel and everybody, they're only 21, 22. So it's like future's bright over there. So we'll see what's going to happen down the road and within these next couple of years. But I will say, though, that the Bucks took advantage of a great opportunity and they got their first ever NBA title. Congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks for a job well done. But... That looks like that is going to be it for today's podcast. I know I usually go to 45, 50 minutes, but today's been one of those days where it's just been me. Now, not a lot of chatting going on in the Twitch Twitch chat box, which is okay. Shout out to everybody that has followed me within the past two weeks. I really appreciate it. Is And also, guys, stay tuned because I'm also partnered with, I believe, this company, and I will probably start recording ads for them soon. But thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning into the live stream. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. If you missed the live stream on Twitch, tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Search that up and I will pop right up. Just search Swoop Radio. Again, hope everyone has a wonderful day and stay safe. And this is Josh officially signing off. Swoop!